0: It's the Beckler and Shauna Podcast, your daily download of X92 X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. Brought to you by Shane Homes, offering affordable customization on your new home. It's Tuesday, February 20th, 2024. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. Bit of a Monday for us, though. Yeah. Long weekend. Yeah. How was your long weekend, Shauna?
1: It was great. Uh, I went to Fernie. Uh, my boyfriend Cliff came into town. So, yeah, we went, ventured out in Fernie with a couple friends and, um, yeah, went snowboarding and. Very Weather nice. was great. And, yeah, what about you?
0: Very nice. Uh, no, didn't have a talks weekend. No, McKenna was very sick. Oh no! Almost had to go to the hospital.
1: Holy crap! She
0: was having trouble breathing.
1: That's terrifying. Yeah.
0: So. Is she
1: feeling better now?
0: I think she's like starting to turn the corner a bit, but yeah. she was laid up for most of the weekend. wasn't feeling great. Oh, so brutal. Yeah. So it was a long weekend of just like looking after her and the kids. Oh boy. Um, and then yesterday, I. I've never done my own brakes on my vehicle, but I needed pads and rotors on the 4Runner. So I was like, I'm going to take a stab at this. Watched a few videos. I was like, I think I can do this. Mm. So many of those jobs, once you get in there, you realize you don't have the right tools for it. Oh, crap. Yeah. And then it gets very frustrating. Like, yeah, the jobs are are reasonably easy if you have the right tools. So... It took me, like, all friggin' day yesterday. Busted some of my tools. Oh, no. And like, it was getting to the point where I, like I had it up on the, I had the vehicle up on the jack stands. And I was like, "Well, oh, the sun's starting to go down. And I'm not done this yet. So, yeah, if I don't finish this, then we're not going to have a vehicle for tomorrow until I get... But one of my old neighbors down the way was a retired mechanic. And I went over and I was like, do you happen to have these things? And he's like, yeah, I do. So, he bailed me out. I got it finished. Okay. Good. But, uh, man... Respect for mechanics, yeah. Because I'm sore today. It's like, Even, you know, like a, so you're not set up properly. It's not like it's up on a hoist or anything, right? So you're right. down in a squat for like most of the day, and then he's like banging my hands around in oh. there and stuff. So yeah, <laughs> these nope. soft that radio sound hands. Yeah. But I got it done, and I have a much better understanding of how a brake system works now in a vehicle. So okay, well there you go. Sometimes you have to do this shit and just get through it. Yeah. To alert chalk it up as a learning experience. So. There it is. Um, So I don't know. I might take Friday off, make this weekend a long weekend and try to have a bit more of a a long weekend. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, Good to be back on the show today, though. We had a good show. We talked about stolen trucks, abandoned trucks. Uh, We had a small town news, a cougar attack that happened out this way recently and was uh, kind of the talk of the outdoors community over the weekend, I think. The Scotty's Tournament of Hearts is in town. We talk curling. Not in that way, though. If you're not a curling fan, it's okay. We don't get real technical on
1: curling. Sure don't, (laughs) no.
0: (laughs) Real analytical. Nope. (laughs) Uh, A trick to hide your pot smoke, maybe. And one of the most interesting etymologies that we've had in a long time after you're out of context. I expect barbecue sauce on my farmer's sausage breakfast sandwich.
1: I need lots of sauces on my sandwiches, okay? The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. Etymology with Shauna. I said the word gargle yesterday, and I was like, gargle, that's a funny word. Fun word. It is. Fun word. Very close to gargoyle. Yes, also a fun word. Totally. Um, and actually, I, at first I was like, is it onomatopoeia? Like, because when you gargle, you kind of make that gargle, 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 gargle. So I looked into it. Uh, no, it's not. So the word comes from the middle French "gargouille." Which means... Ooh, there's a fun word, too. That's a really good one. Uh, that means to gurgle or bubble, so very similar. That comes from the old French gargoyle or garjole, which means throat and water spout. And that is why gargoyles also are called that, because it is actually the water spout. <gasps> Oh, mm-hmm. right, because some gargoyles do yes. spit water. Yeah, and they were used to divert water on the roof away from the building by spraying it through the mouth like a water spout. Oh. And in fact, if a gargoyle doesn't divert water, it's it's called a grotesque. It's not called a gargoyle because it doesn't do the whole throat spout thing.
0: So, so it's only go. a gargoyle mm-hmm. if it's moving water around. Yep. If it's just sitting there looking, looking nice. Or, it's a grotesque.
1: Yeah, or not so nice because some of them are real creepy. Yeah. looking. But yes, that's all it all comes Jeez, down you to. You could pro-
0: probably do a deep dive just on the history of those things on buildings. Hey, it's such a strange thing mm-hmm. it's like, that so many buildings have.
1: Yeah, and they're so awesome. I was like, whoever came up with the way to make them look like these cool little creatures that are spouting the water out, I'm like, we should do more of that. And the, the words gargle and
0: gargoyle are, are connected. are all related,
1: all about your throat and your water spouting. Wow. That was a good one. That was a good etymology. Thank you. Etymology with Shauna.
0: The Beckler and Shauna podcast. Well, baseball spring training starts this week. Yeah. I think the first games are on Thursday. Pitchers and catchers reported last week. Mm -hmm. I was reading one of our media industry trade publications, and I learned this. The Blue Jays radio broadcast this year will include play-by-play from Ben Shulman, the son of Dan Shulman, who does play-by-play for the Blue Jays on TV. Which is crazy. You're not a Dan Shulman fan. I don't. He's a robot.
1: <laughs> he shows so no emotion. I don't like him. He's way too robotic. In his yeah, no. Have you ever heard Ben Shulman? No.
0: I wonder if he's any better.
1: He's probably he's a robot as well. Just a smaller robot. He's a smaller, I'm sure, younger robot. Great. Two robots. Awesome. He's, ben Shulman is
0: only 23. How do you get That's crazy. the Blue Jays radio gig at 23? Yeah.
1: He's a really talented robot, apparently.
0: Or wow. he's got nudes of someone in Rogers. Yeah,
1: that's he, crazy. You have
0: to understand how competitive sports broadcasting is. Like, yep. our business is competitive, and theirs is so Next much more. level, yeah. Like, you gotta, there's, you gotta think, there's nine CFL play like radio gigs. Yep. There are seven NHL gigs, one baseball gig in, in radio doing play-by-play. Yeah. In the whole country. That's insane. And everybody is competing for those. And so Ben how does,
1: Shulman is getting it. At
0: 23 years old. Oh my lord. Wow, Um, Dan Shulman isn't very old himself. He's only 57. So there is a possibility that one day we could have a Shulman and Shulman. Oh, God. Blue Jays Jays broadcast. I know. Thank you. (laughs) Two Two robots. Two robots going back and forth. (laughs) It is a beautiful night at the ballpark. Ben Shulman along with my father, Dan.
1: I am Dan Shulman.
0: And I am Ben Shulman, the son of Dan Shulman.
1: I am Dan, father of son Ben Shulman. We are going to call a baseball game now. We are. I am thrilled. I too am thrilled. I too. I Ben Shulman, Shulman. Shulman. Am thrilled. Am thrilled. About calling a baseball game. I ben Shulman. Dan Shulman. Ben Shulman. Thr- Dan Shulman. Ben and Dan Shulman. Shulmans. The Shulmans. The, the baseball, the baseball Shulmans. Shulmans. His son Dan. The Shulmans. Ben son. Shulmans. Ben Shulman. Dan Shulman. Shulmans. The a podcast. I overheard a couple stoners discussing how they smoke weed in the bathroom of the hotel. So they say what they do is they smoke the weed and then they blow the smoke down the toilet and flush. And that way it absorbs the smell through the section of the toilet. And then you don't smell it in the hotel room.
0: Geez, <laughs> that doesn't sound like the most efficient way of. Uh, well, nope. first of all, one, clearing nope. the smoke and two, using water.
1: No, nope. like I'm That's no scientist a- here, but that. That can't work, can it? Well, I mean, it does.
0: (sighs) (laughs) It's not the best way. Like, maybe it works a little, but like blowing it into the fan would be way better. That
1: would make more sense to me, right? Rather than the toilet.
0: Yeah, because like, how hard is this toilet toilet flushing?
1: Sucking it in that (laughs) way? Like, (laughs) and like,
0: hmm. I mean, if you're depending on what you're smoking, it's also giving off smoke while you're not inhaling. Mm hmm. And then are you flushing the toilet every time someone takes a puff? Well, this is it, That's it, it, like six liters of water every time you do
1: it. Yeah, also gross, right? Because you're blowing your, your your schmack like right into the toilet bowl there. Well you'd have to. You couldn't you just get, blow it at the toilet. It.
0: You have to get your schmutz you get right, right
1: like, into the bowl.
0: Sub toilet seat. Like, like your schmutz disgusting. has to be below grade there. So. Yeah.
1: Like these guys were really excited about this and they were really <laughs> acting as if they nailed this down. like. Meanwhile, their room just like I'm reeks just, of pot oh, God. and they've
0: used 45 liters of water. And like, they
1: have poop <laughs> on their faces. The Beckler and Shauna
0: Podcast. We got a message the other day from Fred of the show, Nurse Jan. and mm. She said, there was a guy ahead of me at Tim Hortons the other day. He argued with the lady at Tim's about barbecue sauce being on his farmer sausage breakfast wrap. Mm. Every S had a whistle. So hilarious. <laughs> so he had that... The the s whistle. The s whistle. I can't really do it. Can you? The,
1: the- shouter. I can't do it. Shutter. Sh- sh- Hello, that's a shot from my which
0: We've had a really good laugh about the nose whistle in the past, uh, but sure the s have. whistle the is s whistle super funny is great too, isn't it? Too. Yeah. And I was like, I hope it was because he had a chip tooth, <laughs> because that's really funny. <laughs> And I hope it got, I said, did the whistle get louder, the uh, angrier he I got? So. <laughs> she said, yes. I also want to add that this was in Edmonton. That's hilarious. So- <laughs> now you listen here. I stop at this place every day to get breakfast and I expect barbecue sauce on my farmer's sausage breakfast sandwich.
1: I need lots of sauces on my sandwiches. Okay. All the sauces.
0: And whatever happened to service with a smile? I'm seriously considering going elsewhere for my breakfast.
1: The Declan and podcast. So the Scotties Tournament of Hearts is in town right now. That's right. I think I'm actually going to go try and check some out. Are you? Some curling this week because it's fun. It's mm-hmm. always really fun. Uh, it's funny though. There are, there are a bunch of ads running for the Scotties right now on TV and radio and everywhere else. And I don't know if you've had a good listen to them, but um. The ads don't quite get the excitement across like it does in other sports, for example. (laughs) Like, when you do an advertisement for another sport, you'll have something like, you know, you'll hear the crack of the bat or something, right? For baseball. Add that for baseball. Slapshot for hockey.
0: The crunch of the pads for a football game. Cheering. Yeah. That kind
1: of stuff. Yeah. And then the Scotties, the only sound effect that they have in all these ads is just someone yelling, hurry hard in the background. Just, (laughs) hurry hard!
0: (laughs) And that's all they're... That's so, their uh, their audio clip. yeah. That's the
1: audio clip they're using for every single ad that you've seen is just, hurry, hard. And you're like, I don't know if that really quite gets things cross The excitement doesn't quite get there the same way. I mean, you, you know, could
0: have the sound of the rocks.
1: You could. Hitting. That would be better. Uh, maybe a little bit. But instead, it's just a bunch of ads with Terry in the background. Hurry, hard. <laughs> like, I don't know if that does the same thing.
0: Not quite. No. Well, I guess, what was the tournament, the curling tournament they had years ago? Uh, the Roar of the Rings. Do you remember that? Because I guess it was the sound of the the rock Rock. roaring across the ice.
1: (sighs) Yeah, I mean, that too. I mean, thank you for trying to elevate that. They're trying, man. (laughs) (laughs) They
0: are trying to pump the roar of the rings. And then if you weren't familiar with the game, you'd be like, that's it? That's all you got? <laughs> I mean, people love their curling, right? Absolutely, it's huge on the prairies.
1: Yeah, and I will when I go. I'll, I'll try and take some sound effects and see if we can get something a little more exciting instead yeah. of like, hurry, hurry!
0: Get right down to ice level and catch that roar, Shauna. The
1: Beckler and Shauna <laughs> podcast.
0: Man, we didn't have a chance to talk about this at the end of last week, but that cougar attack in Banff.
1: Yeah, that's crazy. That is nuts. Yeah. This
0: story came up a couple times over the weekend with my friends, so I think I think everyone felt the same way we did when we read it. it was just like was just wild. Yeah. So there's a 23 year old dude from Calgary, and he was hiking uh, Rockbound Lake. I'm not familiar with the with the hike. Me neither. But he was out there by himself. And he said he, he'd he gone off the trail about 20 meters to rock a piss. Mm-hmm. And a cougar jumped on his back.
1: That is so terrifying.
0: He said he thought like snow had fallen on him at first. And right. then he saw a paw in front of his face and realized it was, he was being attacked. And the cougar knocked him down a hill. So they, they rolled like 20 meters and he's, he's not sure if he got knocked out or not. Cause he said he hit his face on a log. Oh geez. And like, just fought like hell, punching and kicking at this cougar and grabbing chunks of its fur, and eventually it, it took off. What?
1: Was his pork whistle out the whole way? Well, I'm thinking if he was rocking a piss, right? it probably was. Like, was it, geez, he was falling on... Did he scrape up his... Well, there's a
0: photo of him, they didn't show his weasel, but there's a photo of him <laughs> in the hospital, and he looks surprisingly okay for having just fought off a cougar attack. Jeez, He said he thought it was maybe a juvenile because he okay. said he's about the size of a golden retriever, maybe 80 pounds or so. All right. So not like a full grown. I mean, if it was a full grown one, he probably wouldn't be telling the story, oh, right? Jeez, that's terrifying. Yeah, that is like the scariest thing ever. Especially if he's out- you're out there alone.
1: Yeah. Poor guy's just trying that's- to have a pee in peace, you know? And like, I think cougar
0: attacks are very, very rare. Yeah. So, but I was reading in this article uh, from CTV, they talked to... Um, the head of one of the ecological institutes around there, they said cougars have been, because of the fires last year, cougars have been pushed into territory that they normally, you won't find
1: them in. Interesting.
0: So they're kind of out of their element, and then, man, maybe hungry, sees this one dude rocking a piss by himself. (laughs) Like, I wonder if that went through his head as he was tumbling down the hill, throwing punches at this cougar, like, I got my pants down right
1: now. I was gonna say. I hope no one finds me like this. Can you imagine? He died with his gremlin toe out, and everyone's like, "What? How? Why is he naked?" Although I think with like fatal animal attacks,
0: oftentimes like the bodies are recovered in various states of undress because the animal rips at them, right? Fair. So yeah. I don't think so. I suppose you many could... of us die dignified that
1: way. That's good. Yeah, because you would, you at least. I mean, if you knew that it was just that his piss whistle was actually out, then I—I I don't know if that. Wow, that's yeah, terrifying. Like though the most like,
0: vulnerable position.
1: Oh too. man, it's just not how you want to go out. Not at all. No. The Beckler and Shauna podcast.
0: Friend of the show, Twist and Nuts. Terry messaged us. That's pretty. DNT. He, he calls himself DNT. Yeah. Twist and donuts. Twist some nuts. Twist some nuts. Said so that's when the Cougars like to get you. Caught pants down with your weasel in hand. He said, all jokes aside, I'm glad he made it out alive, but that is how big cats get you when you aren't looking. And this article, the you know, one of the experts they were talking to said, yeah, they wait till your back is turned. Crazy.
1: And that's when they attack. That is terrifying. So okay.
0: TNT here said a tip would be to take something like your glasses and put them so they're facing backwards. It looks like eyes and cats may not attack.
1: Oh. And
0: he said he said that there this has been done for tigers in some places. Interesting. I've never heard of this before. So you can get, like, the Jughead glasses that make it look like you're still <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> you're still awake while you sleep in class, and just do your whole hike with those on the back that's... of your head, and then you're okay. cougar-proof right there. There you go. I,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I mean, pretty wild that this guy lived to tell this story, and that he has this story now. Like, oh yeah, I fought off a cougar attack once. Like, no kidding. Dude, that's badass. Pretty badass. Like, I hope he's not scarred from the experience. Hope he's able to get back out there and enjoy himself, but
1: That's a great way to pick up the ladies. I survived a cougar attack.
0: Yeah. And he's not joking. He actually did fight off a cougar.
1: Actually, yeah.
0: I always hoped that if I were to die in a wildlife encounter like that I'd at least be cool about it while I went down, you know?
1: hmm Yeah, you'd hope so. Not that like you full out have you know, people find you and you pooped your pants and
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right? Like I guess the only people who would know would be the search and rescue team and they're not gonna be like
1: well, they hey, might look at go announcing. He pooped himself. He's getting, they're gonna make sure in all the articles and everything. By the way, he pooped himself. So make sure you
0: get. Make sure you get dead. That. Make sure you clear that part. Dig, there dig was that poop photo. in his pants. We found Yeah. It.
1: Well, let's, let's post that <laughs> in <It> his <laughs> memorial. If I was gonna
0: get killed by a barracuda, I'd want it to be on video, mm-hmm. and I'd want to be. I'd want to be cool when it happened.
1: Not pooping yourself. Like yeah, like shit talking, talking like the bear little, or something. Yeah. Is that all you got? <laughs>
0: Not pooping yourself.
1: But. Yeah, it's on uh, his gravestone. He pooped himself. But <laughs> I don't think I would be.
0: I don't think I'd be very
1: cool about that. No, it. Oh. I don't think so either. No.
0: <laughs> uh, the Beckler Show a podcast is brought to you by Shane Holmes. Shane Holmes builds paired homes with next level soundproofing. So it is a duplex. One of the big concerns about living in a duplex is how much of my neighbor's business am I going to hear?
1: Yeah, how much of them pooping themselves are you going to hear? That's right. Yeah. And maybe you... Uh,
0: Actually, you know what? Now that you mentioned that, friend of the show, Jimmy sent us this video. Oh my god, it's so funny! Cracking up about this morning. I just gotta pull up the relevant clip. Give me a second. Time the time spent on something so stupid. We know, know we know well. So good. We know well. But you can do the yell test at Shane Holmes paired homes and you will not hear anything from the unit next door. No. Learn more at Shaneholmes.com. Shane Holmes.
1: The better way to build.
0: The Beckler and Shauna podcast.
1: Beckler, you and I are the same age right now. Well. Yep. Nominally. Mm-hmm. Nominally yep. Yeah. <laughs> um
0: you're considerably older, but nominally, yeah, oh, both 35. Eight months, we're both 35
1: right now, okay? Uh, although I am turning 36 in a few weeks. And it's really funny. This birthday is hitting me harder than I think any other birthday ever has. Really? 36. 36 isn't any kind of milestone or anything. No, I think the sixes always are harshest to me because I feel like then you're on the other side of the bigger number, if that makes sense. So 36 just feels like 40. I'm like, you might as well just say that I'm turning 40 if I'm turning 36 (laughs) because I'm on that (laughs) side of 40 now.
0: Uh, I got bad news for you, Shauna. You're already on that side of 40. (sighs) At five, we round up. Okay, it's... if you have to, if you have to round up for five, it's ten. I
1: know, so, but I, I, I don't know why. Like thirty-six, really, truly, I don't know. Thirty-five, it's like I'm in the middle. I'm still in the middle. Okay. Thirty-six still could is go li- either way. Thirty-six is like no, you're definitely closer to forty. You're in your late very late 30s. obvious. That's
0: weird. I always find that seven feels bigger than six to me, like because oh, substantially bigger. Yeah. Like if I have six dollars, what's that? What can you buy for six bucks? But seven dollars. Yeah. <laughs> Look out. Well, it's Let's like, look at Mr. $7 over here. If you
1: get a 60% on a project, it's like, yeah, we're a 70. That's pretty good. Yeah. 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 So that Seven is weird, too. It feels
0: like a bigger, maybe because it's two syllables. I don't know. Okay. But 37 feels older than 36 oh, okay. to me. More so than 36 feels older than 35.
1: Okay. Thank you. Well, t- thank you for at least helping me with this. But it's still creeping me out, man. Like, I'm just, I'm almost, I feel like like menopause <laughs> starts happening at 40. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit menopause
0: here. And once you turn 36, I will not be helping you out with this at all. No. Nope. I'll be reminding you. You sure will. That you are 36 yeah and a grandmother mm-hmm. i am so- a grandmother i mean i was a grandmother <laughs> at like
1: 20 though that's weird the and Shawna podcast.
0: so friend of the show ogi listens to the show from out uh, in vernon bc yes and ogi's 12 mm-hmm. and ogi has one of the sharpest eyes for small town news stories oh my god he sends us
1: pure gold yeah. all the time
0: he'll just send us like Pictures from just the local dogs. newspaper yeah. and be like, look at all this. Yeah. And we're like, this is all great. Yeah. This is what we're looking for. So Absolutely. these small town news stories today are all from Vernon, BC, courtesy of Ogie. Small town news with Beckler and Shona. Good evening. Our top story An old dog was found all alone just outside of town. The dog is being cared for while the owners are sought. Included is a picture of this dog looking very old, sad, and alone.
1: Authorities are warning of a lot of dust. They have placed Vernon on a dust advisory as a result of all of the dust.
0: And a reporter from this news outlet is set to undergo his first of two hip replacement surgeries this year. Terry wants to know how long after a hip replacement you can get back to, quote, giving her the hips.
1: The Beckler and Shauna podcast.
0: I was at the barbershop on the weekend. I was chatting with another customer as we were just sitting there waiting. And he was telling me that he recently had his truck stolen. Oh No, no. And he said, the way they, I said, how did they steal it? Was it, was, was the key in it? And he said, no, the fob was close enough to the front door that they were able to start it and take off.
1: I've heard about this and that is a nightmare to think about. Something that you don't really think about. So is it that they went in and got the fob, or is there a way of controlling the fob somehow if it's close to the door,
0: like with a booster? Or yeah, something? he didn't say. Okay, and I didn't, uh, I didn't pry. Okay, but I do know, I do have another friend who had her vehicle stolen. She had left the front door open, and most people will have like some sort of table at the front door yep. where they set their keys. I know we do at our house, mm-hmm. and this person just walked in the front door, oh. took the keys, and drove away. Greasy. Yeah, so it's yep. something to consider. Uh, okay. You don't necessarily have to have the keys in your vehicle with it running to have it stolen at your no. house which is really unsettling.
1: Also, don't leave it by the front door. That is terrifying. Yeah. yeah.
0: Okay. And vehicle thefts are on the rise right now, as we've we've heard about. The, yeah. f- the federal government even had like a, a summit to decide what to do about it. But I asked this guy, I said, were the police able to recover your truck? And he said they were, but they held it for three months. He said it was in, it was in hazmat for three months, like hazardous materials. What? And I was like, why so long? He said, and I had never thought about this. Can you think of, Shauna, why the police might want to keep a vehicle for that length of time? Why they need to go over it that thoroughly? And get, no. Why, why? Well, he said because the person who stole it, the guy that they ended up charging with the theft, had a history of drug charges involving fentanyl. Oh, jeez. So they were they're concerned that if there's any fentanyl left in the wow. truck at all it would be very dangerous to someone who might find it okay so he said he went to the, their facility to see the truck and to identify it and everything and he said they were full-on like et government Jeez. hazmat suits going through this vehicle
1: i never would have thought about that me that either is terrifying okay and
0: if you think like like the smallest amount of that stuff can kill you right yeah so if, it, if someone gets between the seats and your kids in the back seat and goes to like pull like the I'd never considered how how dangerous that could be. No. And oftentimes these vehicle thefts are related to drugs.
1: Yep. So it makes perfect sense, but... Never ever would have thought of that. No. Uh, I'm glad that they have, though. That's good. Yeah. Because you're driving. Get your truck
0: back, you're driving, you dislodge a little bit of fentanyl, and you're dead. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, that's how powerful that stuff is. Wow. I just thought it'd be because someone might be doing dirty stuff. That's in the what back. I <laughs> thought at first,
1: too. The Defler and Shana Podcast. I dropped my boyfriend Cliff off at the airport yesterday, and uh, there were a bunch of tow trucks that were towing trucks away that were parked at the departures level. I was like, that's weird. A bunch of them? Yeah, there was three different tow trucks and three different trucks that were just essentially abandoned there. And they uh-huh. were getting towed away. And I was like, what on earth? I remember hearing, though, about the last boom bus cycle and how there were a bunch of people who would go and ditch their trucks at the airport. Basically, they were like out of work or whatever, maybe mm-hmm. couldn't afford the lease. And they just left their trucks and abandoned them at the airport.
0: I remember hearing that, too. Yeah. And I was like, is that <laughs> just drove to the airport, got
1: on a plane, went home and then left the trucks. <laughs> your just- problem. Yeah, your like- problem. <laughs> is that what's happening here? Because I was like, why else would there just be these abandoned trucks at the departures level? Like I couldn't really think of any other reason. Unless yeah. there was some sort of crazy emergency and you just were like, forget it, I'm gonna leave my, my truck here. But But for multiple? Yeah. I could see like one sense, person right? doing
0: that. And I mean That's a wild situation when you think about it really to just ditch strange. a vehicle. Like I things know. have to be going pretty bad. Yeah. For you to just leave a vehicle and
1: just be like your problem right, now. Yep, and well. I mean it will be traced back to you as well, right? So it's like you're leaving it knowing that well, you're, there's gonna be some contact, but I guess you don't care. Yeah, just like forget you it. You got
0: bigger fish to fry at the moment. Oh man, that's like. Have you ever heard of like a house in a neighborhood that just gets abandoned? Like there was there was a, a famous one in Saskatoon where I'm from a few years ago, where it was some it was a family from overseas that owned this house and they just like left it there, and it was it was like overgrowing on the inside. You know, crazy. And I'm like, how much money do you have to have to just leave a house? Honestly. To see a later. "Ah, I don't care about that one. A whole house.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, like I said, it was a nice neighborhood too.
1: Weird. Well, it's funny because in Japan, right, the houses are, or condos are passed down from family to family. Mm -hmm. And basically, you don't really, or it's really hard to sell because nobody else wants your old family's house. So there's a lot of condos in Japan that are just completely abandoned because someone else doesn't want like the bad juju of your family. So everything's really oh. passed down And there's a lot of empty condos because of that too It's kind of like That's abandoned. weird I know Super weird Are they affordable? It's a good question Like could someone who didn't care about that Swoop in place. and clean up? I mean I don't care about that Yeah <laughs> <laughs> ah, Your family's bad Who cares? How, che- how cheap? Cheap
0: After Hours with Mariah and Ty, a weekly podcast that brings this dynamic duo to another level of awesome and allows you to listen on your own terms. Go behind the curtain and hear the stuff you won't hear on the radio. Like, f- they're going to say f-
1: Find After Hours with Mariah and Ty wherever you get your podcasts.